Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Agents of Mace. Today we're talking Loki Season 2, Episode 3. Uh... This one was fun. I feel like it felt different. It felt like I was watching a different show. Um, but it was more, I think, what I was hoping the Loki series would be. Just like mm-hmm. him traveling around to different time periods. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I was imagining, oh, what's that show from like the 90s with the dog? That time travels. Oh man, can't remember. That's gonna bug me now all day. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he like solves mysteries and stuff. I don't know, but that's what. Am I like Wishbone? Yeah, Wishbone. Yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of what I was hoping the Loki show would be. I mean, it's kind of like that's. I think that's the only nitpicky thing I've had so far is like you don't really. There's no like real explanation of like where they're going or ending up. It's just kind of you start an episode and they're somewhere else. Mm-hmm. True, yeah. But I was I was just glad that we got out of the TVA. I feel like yeah. we spent a lot of time. There's the only TVA. so much they could do with the TVA at this point. I mean, I feel like the TVA right now is like there's so much anxiety because <laughs> right. they know if they just stick around there, the only discussion is like, hey, we're all doomed. We're all about to die. Like, what are we going to do? <laughs> right. So I'm, I'm glad that we got out of there. So now yeah. it could be like, it's almost like reversed where before I feel like we spent 80% of the episode in the TVA mm-hmm. and 20% mm-hmm. outside where they were like, we have to figure out what to do. This was like 80% outside was like 20% inside. So I enjoyed it. But mm-hmm. how about you first thoughts? Yeah, I really like this episode. I mean, like kind of like, uh, like we talked about in the last episode. I mean, this is pretty much setting, setting up and going where I was hoping this would go. Um, I mean, I guess I'll say this is like, from like the first two episodes, this is more or less what I predicted would happen. Like I kind of figured like, you know, Kang is the key to everything, right? Like they've got to find essentially he Kang or he who remains or however they want to, you know, whichever variant they're looking for that's built the TVA that can fix the TVA. 
so kind of knew where this was going. I think what I like and appreciate is like, we're just in episode three and we're kind of there. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what's going to happen beyond this. Like a lot of different things could happen. I mean, at the core, I do feel like this is the general setup. Like this is what Kang was probably, you know, setting up for. Like he knew at some point someone would find him. They would have that conversation. He would probably die, but he's got to get back there to take control of the TVA again. Mm-hmm. So I'm figuring like that's kind of where the rest of the season is going to go is like whether it's going to be this Victor Timely character or if it's going to open up a pathway for some other Kang variant to come in and take control. He's going to take control, but we just don't know which variant it's going to be, I think. So here's my question about Kang and the variants, mm-hmm. because I was confused in this episode, especially. So Kang created the TVA mm-hmm. a potentially long time ago. Mm-hmm. I get that it's sort of like in a pocket dimension outside of time. So right. it doesn't, I don't know. But this episode makes it seem like this variant of Kang, when he was a baby, somebody brought him a TVA manual. Mm-hmm. So are we supposed to think that the TVA didn't exist until, what is this, the World's Fair in 1960 something? 50 something uh, 1893 oh there you go it was way up uh <laughs> but so 1893 that's the the tva didn't exist until after 1893 so is that why we have kang variants where he's like uh a pharaoh and stuff like how did the how yeah. does that work were there were there branching timelines prior to the tva existing and is there a point in time where it started to be one timeline or did he like go back in time and twist all the timelines together? Like how do Kang variants exist? Yeah. Outside Prior of to eight, 18, yeah. nine, whatever. Maybe, maybe these are the answers we're going to get as things move. <laughs> Cause you know, it's like, if you look at like um, the post, you know, the Kang like post credit scene where, it's like they're all trying to team up together, but they seem concerned about potentially a variant. See, I'm wondering where like Victor Timely is going to come into play here. It's like what what's Timely's intentions with everything? Mm-hmm. Is he the variant that could essentially like stop all of this and make things good? And Kang just doesn't want that. Or is Victor Timely really like the worst of them all that we just don't know yet. That's that's where I'm curious. Yeah. Yeah, because like that's confusing. And also like we can assume that the person that brought him the manual was Kang. But are all Kangs he who remains? Or was that a specific variant, variant. of Kang? <laughs> like we, we don't know. We need to know. Yeah. They've really messed me up with. You know, the multiverse is a thing, so that makes sense for variants, but mm. now they're sort of tying the multiverse into the fact that there are different timelines. So it's not so much as different universes, it's different timelines. And it's like, well, but then that doesn't make sense because how could you have a future version of Kang if he wouldn't wouldn't all versions of Kang 
or or the original i guess sprout from the same time at least in history like like if you branch the, if you branch the <laughs> timelines it doesn't mean george washington can be born now in 2023 he mm. can only be george washington born when george washington was born so all variants of george washington would be born around that time and their paths would branch that makes sense to me where i get we're getting a little weird with like alligator loki and stuff right like how does yeah. that work but i don't know it's also you know you have the sacred timeline <laughs> like right. is because i guess that's where they're they're at right now is the sacred timeline it's it's a confusing everyone right so is this if they're if they're in the sacred timeline is this is victor timely he who remains like he's that variant of kang just in the past i that's hard to to decipher because especially with the way that he talks like he's got pretty big stutter um unless that just kind of resolves itself over time and and he is the one that becomes he who remains or is every version of kang destined to become he who remains <laughs> like, right, are we gonna get like battle of the kangs or something yeah right um it's interesting it's yeah it's i'm enjoying the story but the more that happens the more i'm like well hold on how does this work <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh i do want to take a quick aside because i read the i don't even think it's the most recent but there's a string of Conan Marvel comics mm-hmm. where basically Conan joins with Wolverine and um, Ghost Rider and somebody up Punisher maybe. And they're like going to stop somebody from doing this like dark ritual to bring back this blood monster or something. I don't know. It doesn't make a lot of sense. But at mm-hmm. the end of it, you find out that Conan wants to be the strongest of all, but he finds out that Kang is the strongest of all because he's the one that lasts the longest. And then Conan goes, somehow gets Kang's technology and teleports to Kang's fortress and is there to fight Kang and then looks on the wall and Kang has Conan's sword and belt like hanging from the wall, sort of showing mm. you that like he's already beaten Conan. And it mm. was this whole weird thing. And uh, I think I, I think it sort of ends in a way that makes you think like, well, wait, did he beat Kang or did he not? Did Kang beat mm. him previously? Like it ended in such a weird way. But I think mm. about that now all the time with now that Kang is like a character in stuff because it's mm. like, yeah, how does it work? Like if he's here. But technically, he's at the end of time. If you beat him here, would you really beat him? Or would he just be able to come back again? Because technically, he's not here. He's in the future. (laughs) And like, Mm -hmm. wouldn't he know that he didn't beat you here? So he would just go back and forth until he beat you. Yeah. Very confusing. And it's like, if you look at like what we've what we've witnessed in the in the first episode, it's like, is this how I mean this this would make sense? This would be how Kang essentially defeats everyone. Is like there's some version of him in the future that fights someone. Kang is defeated, but he basically knows their moves and their tactics. 
And so like all the past versions know this. So whenever they fight them, it's like they stand no chance. Right. And that's why he's just like, he's, he's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's in control of time. So couldn't he just like wipe you from the timeline? I mean, this is getting into like Infinity Stone level, right? Like in this, mm-hmm. this like why would, would Kang ever want the Infinity Stones? If he knows that they're there at the TVA or something, you know, mm-hmm. or if he knows it's like, let's go back to anime it's like finding the dragon balls right <laughs> right and you could just go and find all the dragon balls at yeah. any timeline make all the wishes that he wants yeah well and also like how does it like what if he goes and he gets like five power stones and puts them on the gauntlet is it like yeah. even is it like a five times power stone gauntlet like how does that work if there are multiple right. stones from multiple timelines uh, why can't let see now yeah. i want like why can't we get thanos battling kang like i want to see that fight yeah yeah <laughs> How have we gotten like a at least the Thanos like variant? Right. Um, all right. Well, we can we can dive into this episode a little bit and sort of outside of it, but um essentially Loki and Morbius are on the hunt for uh Ravona, right? That's her mm-hmm. name. Mm-hmm. Rinslayer. Um and they go to a time and they realize that oh they're in the right place the wrong time so then they have to go back and or forward in time in that same place but it's really confusing because like we see them go there mm-hmm. and miss minutes Paula is back and she's like you have to put this package in this window mm-hmm. and then they have to go forward in time but to the same place is the package that they put in the window the guidebook to the TVA? Yes, it's the TVA book. Okay. So yeah. they left the book for him. So he was, I guess that's where he lives. But it, So then they go to the same place in the future and he's presenting his time loom. Mm-hmm. And you kind of learn that he's like a con man, Victor Time. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> but what gets me is like, so he's a con man, but at the same time, this stuff does work. Yeah, it's like, like I think he's just versions. He knows his he's got his objective. He knows what he wants to build, mm-hmm. but he just probably just needs the funds. Mm-hmm. And so he probably, you know, he's I feel like he's he's like selling his his vision, but he's not going to give anyone like the real deal. Like <laughs> he's he's faking that he's selling like this is real. Like this is actually what I'm doing. Here's a prototype that probably just does nothing but show lights and sparks mm-hmm. and then gets people to like want to bid against it. And then he just uses that money to fund towards building his real thing because his warehouse was like really far away. Yeah, it was like across the river or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He kept it way like distant. <laughs> like, yeah, he's smart. Like he mm-hmm. he knows he's definitely knows what he's doing. Yeah, it's interesting because like I want to know in the guidebook, does it explain how all of this? I I get that it like explains the codes and how some mm-hmm. of the stuff works, but does it explain how it's like built? Is that how he's so... how to build this? I would think so, but this as soon as I saw like the book, 
I'm like, I hope they release this to public. Like, I, <laughs> we need to get a copy so we can like look through exactly what they're looking through. Yeah, I want to know. Like, it's it feels like yeah, because I'm curious. Is like, is this more or less like his journal of building mm-hmm. everything? Which is interesting because I wonder if we're gonna see. Well, I guess now now it's confusing because now you know the episode basically ends with them bringing him to the TVA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I wonder if he has prototypes for other things. We saw the well, time stick. We see we, there's the time stick. And then there's the moment where he was holding like, well, I can't remember how he phrased it. It was like his life's work, basically, mm-hmm. which is basically his like time traveling device, like his mm-hmm. chair. Like it's just a very tiny prototype version that we this is basically what we saw in Quantumania. Mm hmm. That's right. And then, well, and I guess currently Sylvie has that device, but it's not a chair. It's just like a medallion. Yeah, right. And then there was some like remote that could disable Miss Minutes, which was. Yeah, that was strange. I need to circle back on that because I'm like, how, how, where did that come from? And like, and where does she come from if she's like a digital projection Mm -hmm. what is she coming out of right that's interesting i did think it was funny that they sort of made this like you know this story about the ghost clock Mm -hmm. like oh if you go over here you can see the ghost clock i thought that was pretty funny uh and whenever she changes into the ghost clock it like adds like a little ghost wavy bottom to the Mm -hmm. bottom of of her yeah body i guess (laughs) whatever it is she does this uh, a few times which um a it's so cool that you know like miss minutes was such a big part of season one now she's back and now and this is kind of what i was expecting we've we've briefly talked on this it's like what are you know miss minutes is an ai what are the full intentions of this ai Mm -hmm. are they good are they evil it's kind of leaning almost towards this miss minutes may be evil and then there's also like this weird affection relation thing that she has towards Kang. Yeah, it sounds like she just wants to be turned real so that she can yeah. be with Kang. So it's like you kind of get this reference to like if you think of like movies like her or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, even made me think like if you haven't seen The Creator, which is uh, should still be in theaters, like it's big on AI and there's there's very specific like elements kind of like this that yeah it's very fascinating but here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states united healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs coming off their parents plan or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Um, you know, Miss Minutes does have that desire of, like, wanting a body. Mm-hmm. Like not just being an AI, but actually being an AI that can move around and interact with everyone. Mm -hmm. Which I wonder if we're going to get. Yeah. I wonder if we're going to get some sort of like Ultron version of Ultron esque. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe. I will say it was, it was horrifying when she like morphs her face onto that mannequin. Yeah. I was like, that is terrifying. If that's what ends up happening. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Um, we did get a fun nod to a Norse god who is also mm-hmm. a character in the comics that just actually never did anything in the movies. But uh, they they see like a I don't even know what it is. They're at the World's Fair. It's supposed to be like the future and science and invention and yeah. stuff. And they see like this old Norse house with Odin, Thor, <laughs> and Balder statues. Right. Which that was a fun conversation. Um, that was a good little Thor throwback. So the mm-hmm. the Chicago's World Fair was also known as the World's Columbian Exposition of 1893. Oh, okay. So they were like showing off some finds, maybe. Yeah. Um. But I thought that was funny, and it was a yeah. it was a good nod to another character from the comics and from Norse mythology and just having Loki be like, why am I not up there? Like they got Thor, yeah. they got Odin. Why don't yeah. they have Loki? <laughs> um, we also saw a reference potentially to Scott Lang's family history. <laughs> um, yeah. We saw a singer named Ferdinand Lang performing mm-hmm. with the German military band. Um, I don't know if it's related. It could just be like a, you guys know this last name. Yeah. I don't. Uh, it could just be something to get us fans talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah, I did see a couple things where people like, oh, it's in there because the first time we see Kang is in uh, Quantumania. And I was mm-hmm. like, no, it's not. The first time we saw Lang was in Loki season one. <laughs> or Kang. So, I don't know. Maybe it's just a nod to 
where it came from. We also got another similar thing. Um, Victor Timely's device mm-hmm. or whatever is, or or his show is Victor Timely's Temporal Marvels. And we mm-hmm. know that the Marvels is all about this temporal energy that's like making them switch places. So, mm-hmm. I you know, that could just be like, a ooh, the Marvels is coming up, remember? Yeah, right. It's it's sort of lame because you know give us give us some cooler deep Marvel digs or something. Don't just try to like shamelessly plug the next movie that's coming. We know, <laughs> we know. <laughs> but uh, once they once you know these people that are bidding and and paid for uh, Victor right. Timely's device find out that he's swindling them he basically like runs away and it seems like he does this a lot because he has mm-hmm. like hiding places set up that he can hide in mm-hmm. um and Renslayer sort of like helps him along with the help of uh miss minutes and then once they make it back to his lab we that's where we kind of get this like weird argument where or i guess it's before they get back to the lab miss minutes situates it so Renslayer gets dumped out of this boat yeah so that she can be alone with kang because she thinks kang likes renslayer and it's mm-hmm. like what is going on and then they get there and there's like this whole weird conversation and then renslayer shows up and she has this like old time stick mm-hmm. prototype and she melts a mannequin and it's just like what is happening and then loki and morbius show up and then uh mobius show up and then Sylvie shows up and Sylvie like, shows oh up. my god, like everyone is everywhere. And yeah, I, I honestly forgot that Sylvie had the time mm-hmm. medallion because when she walked in, I was like, wait, did she go yeah. back? No, she still has that. Yeah, because remember, like her whole her whole mission right now is to kill any variant. Mm-hmm. Like that's why she's there. It's like she's sword in hand, ready to go. And yeah, it's just like this confrontation after confrontation. It gets a little wild. It's a little silly at points, especially with Miss Minutes. Um, but yeah, we kind of it becomes this thing of like Loki trying to convince Sylvie, like we need, we do need him to fix everything, or we're all dead. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because, like, if he. He's a variant that hasn't built any of this stuff. And he has this book that apparently Mm -hmm. anyone at the TVA could have. Right. Or everyone at the TVA should have. Yeah. Yeah. And they have Ouroboros. I kind of feel like, do they really need him? Like, it seems like a way to move the story forward. Yeah, to get another version. It's of one of those things there, of but... like you need the th- a thumbprint or a handprint or an eye scan or whatever, and the only and it's only tied. To, it's it kind of feels like it's one of those types of things. Mm-hmm. Like Ob could be like, oh, I could fix it all, but I can't, it's locked. I need right. his thumbprint to password. get in. <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't. <laughs> that's kind of how it feels. Um, mm-hmm. But then that goes back to our previous discussion about. Mm-hmm. Is Ouroboros a variant of Kang? I don't really know. Like, what if he is like the perfect version of the Miss Minutes given life? 
yeah could be but it's kind of like you know you look at like a villain like thanos and then we had like whatever you call it like the children of thanos mm-hmm. i feel like kang these would be like his core people like that he's mm-hmm. created to kind of maintain the balance of things but they're like i don't know that's just kind of the vibe i get that it could be yeah it's strange i know that that's sort of like the that was like the whole discussion at the end of season one right was all of these people that work here were stolen out of their timelines Mm -hmm. and brought here and mind erased and then they work here Mm -hmm. so like is there a potential that they could go somewhere in time and find Ouroboros Mm -hmm. or was he truly like created by yeah hang to run this place because it seems like he's the only one that knows how he's like the only one that works in that department so he's clearly i know it's being being locked away solo adds that suspicion Mm -hmm. unless he's like employee number one right Mm -hmm. he's like the first one and kang taught him so much and he just kind of you stay here and do all this yeah yeah and even the and device. They ha- oh man, it's just like layers and layers and layers. It's like <laughs> any of these people that it's like, do they do any of them have the memory of when Kang created everything? Or could they? And do they it's like what's that relationship with Kang like? Right. Like, is it do they know? Yeah. Like, does Ouroboros know that he was potentially stolen out of a timeline Mm -hmm. and sort of press ganged into working here? Because it's you would think that would change. You think like if everyone realized, like if everyone at the TVA was was like, so literally like I had a life and I was stripped from it and I'm stuck here. There would be complete chaos and anxiety because no one would. It's, but it's like everyone's wired we're like it's like do they really know that and they're just carrying on or are they still blinded by that it because it, it seems makes... like you know like loki knows mobius knows which mobius is like kind of whatever he's just kind of like this is it this is i'm tba is everything like this is my life like mm-hmm doesn't really seem to care about finding mm-hmm. where he was, you know, the life he was taken from or anything. Yeah, either yeah. that or he knows something about it that he he's like, know. yeah, mm-hmm. I don't want to be a part of that life. Or mm. I think what would you said, I think it was you, even Elisa, that was like maybe he's trying to like protect his family. Yeah. That timeline. So. Yeah, I don't know. It's very. It's like, oh man, that's just that's just like you knowing if you're working for this evil person, but you have to to protect Mm -hmm. the ones you love. Like, Mm -hmm. man. Well, now I'm thinking we we got this retro melt stick. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking like, oh, what if it's Renslayer that 
time melts Loki in the future. Mm. Just because I feel like it, they like made such a point to show it. Yeah. Like fully yeah. multiple times and show that it worked. I was like, this is, has to come back, right? It's either going to be Renslayer or Miss Minutes if she gets a physical version. Mm-hmm. Or it's OB. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm terrified. I hope Miss Minutes <laughs> gets the physical version and it's really cool. But if it if it's at all like the does Miss Minutes on the mannequin. Does that happen with Miss Minutes in the comics? I don't know. I don't even I feel like of all the times that I've seen Kang in the comics, I've never seen a Miss Minutes. Hmm. So I don't I don't know if she's actually a a truth comic could be a, original, just like original to the series. Mm-hmm. Which, like, I mean, a very cool addition, definitely, you know. Yeah. I'm all I'm seeing are like it looks like newer comic series that are involving her. So it might be like they introduced her in this show and then everyone liked her so much they started putting her in Mm -hmm. mainline comics. (laughs) But I don't know. I mean, I'm all for it. I'm all for it if she's like the actual ultimate villain in this. I think that would be fun. Um, Yeah. But I guess we'll kind of leaning that Miss Minutes is just an original too. Yeah, to the comics. Huh. Okay. So, cool new character, cool new villain. Yeah. I think, you know, they're definitely doing that thing where they're like trying to humanize her, mm-hmm. which I feel yeah. like is the, you know, the calm before the storm. <laughs> like, right. She got blipped away. She had to go somewhere. Someone is going to turn her back on and she's mm-hmm. going to be uh, like extremely jaded. Yeah. So, <laughs> We'll see. We'll see what happens next. Um, but yeah, I feel like the episode kind of ended and left us in a place of, you know, are they making the right decision by bringing this variant to the TVA? Sylvie, mm-hmm. you know, didn't want to, but sort of gave in and was like, okay, like you can take him, but I don't think this is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Sylvie went with them, right? I'm, or was she? No, she and Renslayer stayed behind. Yeah, she stayed. Ended. Yeah, yeah, she's. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I wonder if they're going to fight. I wonder if. Yeah, I think next episode it will either start with them where it left off with them, or it'll start with them back at the TVA, mm-hmm. or we could start it. It could they could throw us off and it show us like they're in some other timeline and like <laughs> something happened and then we got to catch up because yeah, we're basically at the halfway point of, right I think so, yeah it's episode There's so yeah episodes. we're already halfway through which is wild but yeah I wish they would give us like twelve episodes and I wish that they had to get like four variants of Kang so we would get to see them deal with like four different timelines four different variants. I feel like the the time that we saw all the Kangs 
mm-hmm. in Quantumania. It was like, this is cool. I wish that we could see. Yeah. I mean, what if that's the solution? What if like the only way to fix it is to get every variant together? You gotta catch them all. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. They have to just put all the Kangs inside the time loom mm-hmm. and it will fix itself. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's no time. <laughs> um, Either way, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> yes, definitely. I I agree. I think it's exceeding expectations. It's exactly what I was looking for in the in the Loki show. Yeah. Uh, I do hope we get to go to a little more, a few more time zones at least. Yeah. You know. It was fun going to this one and seeing them have to deal with it. I really liked the last one where they went to everything was like film noir mm-hmm. when they were back in time. I was like, this is cool. Like, I want to see more them traveling through the ages and different places. So hopefully we get more of that. Um, you know, if not, I'm sure it won't be bad. But yeah. Um. Do you remember the question from last week? I do not. <laughs> yes, I do not either. And I left my notebook at home. Um, so next week, uh, next week we'll try to do a double, double answer for last week's and this week's because I can't remember last week's either. <laughs> um, but I'll say for this week's question. What variant of Kang do you want to see? It doesn't have to be a real one. You can make one. You can say, I want to see Dinosaur Kang. But yeah, let me know what variant of Kang that you want to see. And we will petition Marvel to slide that in somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, Well, any last thoughts on this episode? Uh, I'm ready for more. Let's keep going. I wish it wouldn't these six episodes but uh yeah i'm just ready i'm ready for more i agree i absolutely agree uh so join us next week for episode four and hopefully we get the answers to the questions that we're asking or at least one of them would be you know one one answer that'd be great um (laughs) but yeah see you all next week see ya Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.